Welcome to Stories of Abdul Baha, a podcast created in the year of the 100th anniversary of the ascension of Abdul Baha. In this podcast, stories on the life of Abdul Baha are shared in the hopes of generating profound reflections. In today's episode, we will hear stories from vignettes from the life of Abdu'l-Bahá. Chapter 1. His Pure Heart Today, the most pressing of all tasks is the purification of character, the reforming of morals, the rectification of conduct. The pure heart is one that is entirely cut away from self. To be selfless is to be pure. Abdul Baha. Humility. The Master's humility was shown in many ways. He desired no name or title except that of Abdul Baha, the servant of God. He forbade pilgrims to fall at his feet. In the early days in Akka, he cooked for his fellow prisoners, and later, when entertaining visitors at his table, he sometimes served his guests himself, a practice he recommended to other hosts. When Baha'u'llah lived at Bahji and Abdul Baha at Akka, the master would visit his father once a week. He liked to do this on foot, and when asked why he did not write to Bahji, he responded by asking, Who am I that I should write where the Lord Christ walked? However, his father requested him to ride. So in order to comply, the master rode out of Akka, but when he sighted Baha'u'llah's mansion, he dismounted. Baha'u'llah used to watch out for his approach from his second-floor window, and as soon as he saw him coming, he would joyously tell his family to go out to meet him. During World War I, when a blockade threatened the lives of many civilians in Haifa, Abdul Baha saved them from starvation. He personally organized extensive agriculture operations near Tiberias, thus securing a great supply of wheat. Food was stored in underground pits and elsewhere. 
This he distributed to the inhabitants, regardless of religion or nationality. The food was systematically rationed. Having started his preparations as early as 1912, he averted tragedy in the dark days of 1917 and 1918. At war's end, the British were quick to recognize his painstaking accomplishments. He was to be knighted on 27 April 1920 at the residence of the British governor in Haifa at a ceremony held especially for him. British and religious dignitaries came to honor him on this auspicious occasion. His unselfish acts had won him the love and respect of high and low alike. Abdu'l-Bahá consented to accept the knighthood, but he was not impressed with worldly honor or ceremony. Even a formality must be simplified. An elegant car was sent to bring him to the governor's residence, but the chauffeur did not find the master at his home. People scurried in every direction to find him. Suddenly, he appeared, alone, walking his kingly walk with that simplicity of greatness which always enfolded him. Esfandiar, his long-time faithful servant, stood near at hand. Many were the times when he had accompanied the master on his labors of love. Now, suddenly, with this elegant car ready to convey his master to the governor, he felt sad and unneeded. Intuitively, Abdu'l-Bahá must have sensed this. He gave him a sign. As Fandiar dashed off, the horse was harnessed, the carriage brought to the lower gate, and the master was driven to a side entrance of the garden of the governor. As Fandiar was joyous, he was needed even yet. Quietly, Without pomp, Abbas Effendi arrived at the right time, at the right place, and did honor to those who would honor him when he was made Sir Abdul Baha Abbas, KBE, a title which he almost never used.